Hello, welcome to Okawa Book Club. So we're your hosts, I'm Dylan. I'm John. And we're going to be discussing the teachings of Riho Okawa. Riho Okawa is a world teacher, master, and CEO of Happy Science Group. Today we have Healing from Within by Riho Okawa. The subheading is Life-Changing Keys to Calm, Spiritual, and Healthy Living. It's a really fascinating book, and there's three parts, but it begins with a prologue. So I'll turn it over to my partner, John, and have him start by reading the prologue. Thanks, Dylan. The title of the prologue is Your Mind and Body. No one ever wants to come down with an illness, but if that's the case, why are the major hospitals always as crowded and busy as supermarkets? We may think that we don't have to get sick on the surface level of our consciousness, but we are actually seeking illness from the subconscious level of our mind. You are subconsciously seeking illness when you're facing a setback at work, when you're feeling exhausted from constant schoolwork, when you've been admonished, when you feel humiliated and stripped of your pride, when you need some time off, but you can't get yourself to ask for it, when you feel self-conscious about your inadequacies or limitations, when you've become convinced that you're a hopeless failure, when you're about to be crushed under the weight of other people's expectations, when you have no outlet for pent-up stress, when negative thoughts feel convincing, when you can't seem to restore a healthy rhythm to your day-to-day -day life, when you feel paralyzed by guilt. By now, you have probably guessed what all of this means. Illness arises from a weakened heart and mind. To heal our illness, then, we must pray, believe, and eagerly seek to restore our inner strength. For when we have a clear inner desire to heal, our body will respond. Believe that your true nature is strong and healthy, for your body's power to naturally heal will be fortified by your sense of hope, your determination, and the power of the spiritual truths. Wow, what a fascinating poem right there, and a great prologue to start out this book. So the book, it's called Healing from Within. So just the title alone gives you an indication of what types of things will be spoken about. But we saw here some teachings about the subconscious mind. And I think all psychologists are coming to agree that the subconscious is a storehouse. It is where most of our energy and potential lies. It is where maybe some people say 90% of our pent up energy is residing. So if we can use the deeper parts of our mind, we can do things that we've never known that we could accomplish. We can accomplish fascinating and wonderful things, not only in our work, but also in every aspect of our lives. And that's another huge potential for healing. So from that, the book speaks about various topics, including some diseases and their causes on a spiritual level, and what we can do to increase our well-being and give ourselves the right lifestyle that we were born to live. So the book breaks it down into chapter one, essential daily practices for mental and physical well-being. Chapter two, the mind-body secret to happiness and well-being. Chapter three, cures for the soul. Chapter four, treatments for diseases and disorders. Chapter five, mindsets for caregivers and healthcare professionals. And then there's a part three, which speaks about healing yourself with the power of faith. So by now you might realize that this book has so many different topics within it, and I'm sure there you'll find something that's right for you. So I'm going to ask you, John, I know 
everyone has gone through some type of health problems in their life. There's not a single person who's lived a life without it. Is there anything in this book that has helped you in overcoming your illness or understanding an illness that you had at a deeper level? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so there is a, a segment of the book that addresses rheumatism. And um, some years ago, I was in my mid-20s, uh, and I started to experience uh, rheumatoid arthritis. And uh, when I went to a doctor there, you know, they didn't at that time, they didn't have uh, a medication that they could have given me for it. So I basically, you know, I, I tried a couple of different things. I tried an Ayurvedic remedy. I tried a, a remedy from Chinese medicine and nothing was working. And then I tried uh, a spiritual approach and very quickly it just went away. You know, it was sort of a banishing of like uh, negative spiritual influences, like what is described in this book. And yeah, and it hasn't come back since, you know, and, and it's, uh, it was a beautiful thing because it is, uh, as Healing From Within says, it is debilitating. There's a sense of being held down, you know, especially in my case, it was in my feet um, and in my toes and also in my fingers. So it was very hard to do much of anything because, you know, <laughs> you don't realize how, how reliant you are, those extremities of your body. And it really was a healing from within. It was from the innermost part of myself. There was a light emanating to those extremities and casting out anything that was holding them back. Oh, wow. That's very fascinating. So you learn more about what happened from this book. Right. And then now I'm sure you could help other people who went through the same situation to get through that and, uh, you know, give those people good advice. Absolutely. I actually, not too long ago, uh, a month or two ago, uh, I was speaking to a young woman and she was telling me that her mother has struggled with rheumatoid uh, arthritis for years. So I kind of, you know, I told her essentially what I did. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know if uh, she had tried it or anything, but hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's really nice. So the book itself, as you said, it, everything in here, it just gives a, a general overview from a spiritual perspective, and then you can understand more and more. So you can use that knowledge as power and then apply it to your life in a unique way that applies to you. So the author, Riho Kawa, encourages reflection and he encourages the power of love as well. So love and illness might not seem to go together in your mind, but he encourages giving love to others as a way to just kind of live naturally as a human being and also make it so that your karma and your actions are the most positive they can be. So a lot of times karma is connected with our illness and karma can a lot of times come from human relationship issues. So the book teaches about getting through human relationship issues and then solving them one by one to help stimulate our illness to be cured. Now that I'm looking through the book and going over my own life, I haven't had anything particularly that stood out to me in that sense. But one thing that I felt spoke to me was reading through how to overcome the mild depression. So when I was in college, I often faced mild depression. And for me, it was something where nothing I did seemed to make it get better. Nothing I did was going to really change me on a long-term trajectory. Maybe I would feel happier for a day, but I would go back to my old ways. But the way this book speaks is something different than you might read in other places. It speaks about calming your mind, getting it very tranquil, 
Stop blaming other people and then letting time pass. So it seems passive at first, but if you start to practice this method that's shown in here through these three steps, you're really going to notice a difference. And for me, I think at the time, the word that saved me or the phrase that saved me was serenity within. It was to calm my mind, which was very hyperactive and thinking too quickly and then just simplifying my life. And that allowed me to live much more peacefully and naturally. And that made me happier in the end. Thank you for sharing that, though. And uh, yeah, I mean, as you know, and as some of our listeners, listeners know, uh, I do work in the mental health field. And, uh, you know, when treating depression, which is not easy in terms of having long term results, you know, one of the uh, applications we do have is something called dialectical behavior therapy. Mm -hmm. And that does involve practices that essentially bring you to an inner calmness mm -hmm. and that's so important you know mm -hmm. so i mean it's amazing that uh you know in this book you know there is a psychological you know basis for some of this information uh even though i'm not i i'm not sure that that's where rio kawa obtained it from i think mm -hmm. he's coming from a purely spiritual perspective but it does synchronize oh, yeah it's fascinating yeah i think if you read this book very carefully, you're going to notice these coincidences or these like connections and then develop a kind of theory about life and how this book will not just help you with illnesses, but it shows you a righteous lifestyle that's just going to let you live your most natural and correct life that you planned before you were born. So it takes these spiritual things to account, but it doesn't in any way neglect other fields or just narrowly focus on certain topics. Another thing that I thought was very fascinating in here was about the power of faith, healing with the power of faith. And I'm sure that there are many religions which speak about this, especially certain churches in Christianity. And Jesus was known to give many miracles to his followers. But this book teaches a modern way to do it based on your unshakable faith and connection to heaven. So by connecting your mind to heaven, you can receive heavenly light. And then that light flows into your entire body and rejuvenates your cells. It's a theory of mind, it's a theory of meditation, and it's a theory of faith all in one. And then you can um, practice a prayer method called Elkantara healing, which is shown in here. And then by practicing Elkantara healing, you can notice many miracles in your life. And then we have maybe hundreds or even thousands of miracles to date through this method. And it's so fascinating for everyone to, uh, to learn about it, I think. I actually have uh, <laughs> another experience with that relatively recently. Oh, wow. uh, I think you remember Yes. a few months ago, I was getting some really terrible headaches mm -hmm. over the course of it. I've never felt pain like that. Mm -hmm. And between the, what is the Alcantari exercise? Alcantari fight? Oh yeah, so the Alcantara fight ritual and the Alcantara healing prayer, it just went away. And when I went to a um, neurologist the next week, he found absolutely nothing wrong. And so, I mean, I don't know what was going on that week, but, uh, you know, the, the prayer worked 100% and hasn't been back since. Wow, that's really, that's really amazing. So if you listen to our podcast, I'm sure you will have an affinity to spirituality. Otherwise, maybe you wouldn't choose this author. But this prayer really does work, and it works for all types of people. And you can easily practice it if you study this book and you contact Happy Science. 
anyone will be able to help you and then you can help other people as well. So um, yeah, please look into that and uh, contact us. Is there anything else from this book that stood out to you or anything you wanted to mention? Um, yeah, you know, I, I think uh, the idea that we can cure illness and prevent illness by attuning our mind in a certain way, it could be considered a little controversial because it places a lot of self-reliance into the perspective. And I think it's very important to, you know, really consider it, though, because when you can accept that your state of mind is can often be a cause for illness or good health or anything in your life, really, then that gives you a sense of self-agency that maybe you didn't realize you had. And I think that's a very powerful thing and uh, you know something very much worthy of consideration. Yeah, yeah, it's really applying the teachings of self-help to your responsibility to take care of your physical body. And most people, of course, it sounds, it's much easier to be healed than to heal yourself. But if you have that courage, I'd recommend taking that leap because you're gonna notice it makes your life a lot better in the long run. And I just wanted to say here that while this book is intended to help the reader with emotional and spiritual well-being, it is not intended as a substitute for the medical advice of physicians. So please don't think that we are offering medical advice today, but I believe that you yourself can learn the power and the wisdom to help yourself in many aspects of preventative medicine and preventative healthcare based on nurturing your mind and your soul and your faith. So please look into that. I also want to say one more thing I was fascinated by. So Master Riho Okawa, who wrote this book, we've spoken about in the past his previous reincarnation as Buddha, Shakyamuni Buddha of India. And Buddha didn't teach very many teachings about healing illness. He taught we should be unattached to the physical body. And for the first maybe 15 to 20 years of happy science, Master Yihokawa took the same approach. And he taught the idea of impermanence of all things. So it was his awakening as more than Buddha, as a savior to help people and save people in the field of health. And that's why I think this book is so important. His mission as a savior to heal all the people or help all the people and uh, help people with their sufferings because he has mercy for all humankind. And he really doesn't like to see, especially his disciples and the people they love and people around them to be suffering so much in this world. And before his life as Buddha, he was born as Hermes, who is also known as the God of medicine. And Hermes, he taught medicine and he used a tool such as a karikaon or kadusha staff which is widely known as a medical symbol today. So I believe uh, you can learn a lot from his teachings, the living Hermes, the living Buddha, and he wants to help you. So his deep desire to help you is in every page of this book. Yeah. So uh, we talked about a lot today. So you read the first poem so well. So could I ask you to read the epilogue of this book from page 194? Absolutely. The epilogue is titled Modern Medicine and Religion. Understanding the relationship between modern medical science and religion is a difficult challenge. I believe that modern medicine is under heaven's guidance. The angels of light in the field of medical science, or the medical gods as we call them, all have their spiritual roots in the god Hermes. Eastern medicine sometimes takes opposing approaches to the methods used in Western medicine. 
Its principles have spiritual roots in Taoism and Buddhism, as exemplified by the fact that medicine was often taught by monks and priests. Divine spirits in heaven have been actively assisting and supporting religious practices for healing illnesses. They have performed miracles from time to time to help people deepen their faith. What is important is that medical science and religion cooperate and collaborate with each other. Religious faith will enable physicians to use the power of the mind to heal more illnesses. It will also enable them, at times, to use the combined power of positive words and medication to miraculously cure even the most deadly diseases. Likewise, working with the positive aspects of medical science will allow religious practitioners to increase the number of souls they can save. It is my hope that medical science and religion help each other achieve their shared goal of bringing happiness to people. All right. What a fascinating epilogue. So this book, you can find it at major bookstores such as Barnes & Noble and also on Amazon.com. You can learn more at okawabooks.com. It was great talking to you again, John. Likewise, Dylan. In these trying times, stay happy, healthy, and positive.